Welcome to the Mike McCurry Podcast. To those of you that have joined the Bible Tracks Dorothy Levine Prayer Band, thank you so much, and thank you for your listenership. To those that are not familiar with what I'm talking about, we have a 24-7 band of people praying for our ministry. I would love to invite you to join in. It's amazing, this massive effort of hundreds of people, literally from around the world, praying for one purpose, the glory of God. If you'd like more information, I'll give you my text number. You can text me. I'll send you a link to more information if you'd be interested. We continue on the topic of secret prayer today. Gave you an introduction through the podcast yesterday. I'd recommend that you go back and listen to that if you have not yet. We jump into it. E.M. Bounds' book, Purpose in Prayer, Chapter 7, titled Secret Prayer. The goal of prayer is the ear of God, said Spurgeon, and this is a goal that can only be reached by patient and continuous waiting upon him, by pouring out our hearts to him and permitting him to speak to us. Only by so doing can we expect to know him, and as we come to know him better, we will spend more time in his presence and find that presence a constant and ever-increasing delight. The word always in Luke 18:1, that verse says, men ought always to pray and not to faint. But that word always does not mean that we are to neglect the ordinary duties of life. What it means is that the soul that has come into intimate contact with God in the silence of the prayer chamber is never out of conscious touch with the Father. That the heart is always going out to him in loving communion and that the moment the mind is released from the task upon which it is currently engaged, it returns as naturally to God as the bird does to its nest. What a beautiful conception of prayer we get if we regard it in this light, if we view it as a constant fellowship, an unbroken audience with the king. Prayer then loses every vestige of dread that it may once have possessed. We no longer regard it as a duty that must be performed, but rather as a privilege. That is to be enjoyed, a rare delight that is always revealing some new beauty. Thus, when we open our eyes in the morning, our thoughts instantly turn heavenward. To many Christians, the morning hours are the most precious portion of the day because they provide the opportunity for the hallowed fe fellowship that gives the keynote to the day's program. And what better introduction can there be to the never-ceasing glory and wonder of a new day than to spend it alone with God? It's said that D.L. Moody, at a time when no other place was available, kept his morning watch in the coal shed, pouring out his heart to God and finding in his precious Bible a true feast of fat things, as Isaiah 25.6 said. George Mueller also combined Bible study with prayer in the quiet morning hours. At one time, his practice was to give himself to prayer in the morning after having dressed. Then his plan underwent a change. As he himself put it, Mr. Mueller picks up the prose, I saw the most important thing I had to do was to give myself to the reading of the Word of God and to meditation on it, that thus my heart might be comforted, encouraged, warned, reproved, instructed, and that by means of the word of God, while meditating on it, my heart might be brought into communion with the Lord. I began, therefore, to meditate on the New Testament early in the morning. 
The first thing I did, after having asked in a few words for the Lord's blessing upon his precious word, was to begin to meditate on the word of God, searching, as it were, into every verse to get blessing out of it. I did this not for the sake of the public ministry of the word, nor for the sake of preaching on what I had meditated on, but for the sake of obtaining food for my own soul. Almost invariably, I have found the result to be that, after a few minutes, my soul has been led to confession, or to thanksgiving, or to intercession, or to supplication, so that, though I did not, as it were, give myself to prayer, but to meditation, yet it turned almost immediately, more or less, into prayer. We'll pause there for today. Is prayer a drudgery to you? Is it part of this contracted obligation you feel you have as a, as a Christian? Just something that must be done if we're going to feel at ease with our Father? I pray it's not. More and more over these past days and weeks I've come to realize, and this book has certainly helped in this regard, the realization that prayer it's a lifestyle. I pray that you will join me on this journey. Let's take a few moments, even now, and spend it meditating on the Word of God. I can only imagine where that will take us, how much better our day will be, how much sweeter our fellowship. Greatly appreciate your listenership today. If you haven't told a friend about the Mike McCurry podcast, but it's been a blessing to you, would you consider that today? Maybe even consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. If uh, this time together has warranted five stars, feel free to do so. I greatly appreciate you. As I mentioned, I'm going to give you my text number if you'd like more information about the prayer band. My phone number, you can text me at 309 316 7240. 309 316 7240. God bless.